Hi, you're listening to Boggy Talk, Faith Conversations in the Mud, a resource of Church on Bayshore. Boggy Talk is recorded on Boggy Bayou in Niceville, Florida, and is hosted by Justin Wyatt and James Ross, pastors at Church on Bayshore. We typically want every matter of faith and life to have crystal clear answers, but it isn't always that easy. This podcast digs in to help Christians think with a kingdom mentality about topics that sometimes get muddy and bog us down. So let's dive in. Hey, and welcome to Boggy Talk, a very, 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 merry, merry, special Boggy Talk because... It's our last Boggy Talk of the year. And it's Christmas week. And it's Christmas week. <clears throat> Merry Christmas. Christmas comes this time each year. <laughs> Christmas comes this time each year. That's the dumbest lyric. That is, yeah. You're like, really? It does? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, thanks, thanks, Beach Boys. Uh, is that the Beach Boys? They, they sing that one. That maybe somebody else does, but I think maybe it was original with yeah, them. Yeah, I think a lot of people have done like every Christmas every song. Christmas song. Because when is the Bayshore Christmas album coming? Uh, out? We'll be working on that uh, when the funding comes through. <laughs> sponsors, there you go. Sponsors, Boggy Talk sponsors, Boggy Talk sponsors can be. Uh, we can we can funnel those funds yeah. uh, to what Bayshore worship. Yeah, we uh, got Christmas a while before album. Bayshore does that since we're still in our moldy offices. <laughs> yeah, yeah, moldy, anyway. moldy, moldy. We're moving, moving yeah. on. Up. Yeah, I, you know, I feel like uh, well, I still actually, can't we're moving, we're like, moving right back to the same spot. But you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. In, in some non-molded office. That's right. So that'll be well, great. I'm Christmas. not in my molded office. That's so, right. You, yeah. Your office has been fact. condemned. Yeah, yes. you didn't know. <laughs> That's a true story. <laughs> it really is. Add like tape across and said caution. You know? I moved into the office and it soon became condemned. Condemned. So you speaking can figure of out why <laughs> condemnation. No, no <laughs> condemnation. But uh, so uh, it's the, this the last uh, body talk of the year. Uh, next week uh, we're. We're taking the week off, and then uh, we'll keep back off the first week of January uh, with uh, talking about the new year, kind of looking back and looking ahead. But uh, that is looking ahead. We're talking about this right now, talking about traditions of Christmas. Everyone has things they do every year at Christmas, yeah. and we have our own traditions. And when you start thinking about traditions, you you kind of realize that some traditions are a little weird. So. What are your family's traditions? Okay, what, what, so right now, what the is your things we do pretty much every year. We, so we actually just mixed something up. Ooh, so this is a, a great, new tradition. Yeah, we on Thanksgiving Day mm-hmm. evening, my kids get Christmas pajamas because yeah. my wife realized we give them to them on Christmas Eve. Yeah, and then they're done. Yeah, like wearing. So that them. requires some so really we, advanced planning. We had to. So Christy, yeah, Christy. Anyway, so that's our new one. Then we decorate the house the day after Thanksgiving because um, it is wrong to decorate your house before (laughs) Thanksgiving. We did. Okay. Well, you went out of town, so that counts. That counts. That's that's an exception. So and oh, look at we're look at all these adjustments (laughs) to tradition already. Asterisk. And then um, you know, I don't know beyond that up until Christmas. There's just a tradition, other than there's kind of the same parties and same things. And then Christmas Eve, we're here doing that. And then Christy usually makes like soups and cheeses, and I don't think she makes. She makes the cheeses. That's impressive. She like there's brie, so she does something with that. Does she bake the brie? Pour honey over and bake it. She does. Yeah. So um, I know nothing about cooking. So she does that. Um, Somehow our laundry gets done too. I don't know how that (laughs) happens as well. And um, actually she made me do laundry recently because I wasn't turning my stuff inside the right way, but that's okay. Uh, It was a good life. It was good. She got me. She got me. (laughs) Um, And then Christmas morning, just our family, 
uh, the kids all get, uh, I can't say that in case they listen to the boggy talk. So anyway, and then, um, what are they getting? Cause they might this week. Cause I'm, I'll be with them. And then, um, yeah, my parents come over. Then we do Christmas with her parents like two days later. Uh, we do a lot of chilling that yeah. week because we're off so, here. Yeah. Nobody December really is, needs us. And December is just insane. Like, for everyone, and then you add in all the extra stuff with yeah. extra stuff for worship, and then Christmas Eve and rehearsals for us, and then you, yeah, it's you just, guys do some flashlight thing. You talked about we last do. Year, this right? is probably the most random tradition that we have, uh, but also uh, fun. So we Christy started this uh, a few oh, I don't know a long time ago. So Christmas Eve, we have Christmas Eve services. And then we get home and <coughs> it gets later and later every year because we have extra services now. Yeah. But we go home, uh, kids get on their Christmas pajamas and we always pretend like, well, you guys get to open one Christmas present and Christmas Eve. And we always pretend that it's not pajamas and they get real dramatic about it. And then it's pajamas mm-hmm. and they pretend mm-hmm. to be surprised. They put on their pajamas and then we put them, we lock them all in a room. <laughs> Uh, for about 10 minutes. And then we hide, we do a peppermint hunt. So Christy and I buy huge bags of uh, peppermints and we hide them everywhere in the house. And then we turn off all the lights, they get flashlights and they have to go find them all. Um, yeah. And it's great and it's yeah. hilarious that's fun. and it's fun. So that's, that's so imagine though, imagine though, if you were able to enjoy those Christmas pajamas for a full month. I know. You, you kind of had me thinking. See, this is what my job has been here yeah. for the last 20 years. <laughs> I see how you do things. Yeah. But imagine, imagine if you did if, it this way. You know, that would be fun. It would I would require some. And, and almost every year I'm like, let's just not do pajamas. They're kind of over the pajamas thing. Uh, but our kids will wear their Christmas pajamas all year. So I think giving them on Christmas, they'll still wear them because – you do will. you, boo. You know, you do yeah, you. Maybe we'll give them to him early. I don't know, but I, I think Christy ordered some. Maybe I don't know. That's that's her job to do that, and so yeah. she's going to do that. Yeah. yeah, and we do. We like we do like Christmas Eve. Like you still lunch. have a job description for Christy? Yeah, that's her job. <laughs> yeah. That's like the one thing you do the Christmas dramas, and then we figure out the rest. We just tag. You team. hear that, Christy? Justin said that's the one thing you <laughs> the do. One thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. We, I just said you do that. Whatever. Um, uh, we do lasagna. That's our Christmas oh, meal. Yeah. But we do it on Christmas, like for lunch on Christmas okay. Eve, because I usually leave like in the yeah. afternoon and I'm gone all Christmas Eve. Yes, you are. Um, and then, thank you. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> you too. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> we were talking about like people taking off and our staff, and I'm like, except you and me, Justin. You can't. <laughs> yeah, you can't, can't do that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and then the presents on Christmas morning, and we make homemade cinnamon rolls, breakfast casserole. Like our our traditions form around food. Uh, hey, good good place for traditions. That's to right, form and around. homemade whipped cream. Like that's just a you have so to do so. That. There, that's a great point. My wife yeah. and I were just talking about Thanksgiving, and she was talking about like somebody not doing their traditional Thanksgiving and getting to eat what they want. And I was like, that's just sentimental. You're being, you know, whatever. But that's part of it is like tradition star because it's good, right? Like yeah. we eat this food because it's good. And it's not a food that we would normally eat because it mm-hmm. might involve a lot of preparation or whatever. Right. And it tastes good. It like makes it feel a certain way. It's the best. So like tradition is not bad. Right. I didn't even mention that the first thing we do when the kids wake up before anything is we read through Luke 2. Yeah. You know, so like... Way to, way to, way to keep it about Jesus. Yeah, no, really. We yeah. really are like, hey, we're going to slow down. Mom and dad are going to get their coffee. Yeah. Uh, coffee and Jesus, <laughs> yeah. you know, even though I hate that t-shirt. And what but, we do know. at our house to, to intentionally slow things down is that uh, Santa, does, well, like the presents are from us and they're all wrapped. So there's no like coming downstairs and wow, there's only... Nope. 
They're all wrapped. You can't play until we. <laughs> so we don't do Santa because Santa yep. and Satan are spelled with the oh, same letters. So we go. actually don't do Santa, but we're not. That's into a that, different you know? conversation. Yeah, yeah, that is another conversation. But um, anyway, yeah. So, th- so I, I'm thankful that my children will remember the first thing we do on Christmas morning is read Luke two. You know, mm-hmm. well, mom and dad get coffee, then we read Luke two. Um, so. You know, traditions are good because they 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 teach us something. They um, they make us remember things. There's something that can be carried on into the next generation. So, you know, when we talk, we make fun of tradition. We in no way, and so this is getting into bigger than just Christmas, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and I would say we've been in. He is greater in religion. He is greater in tradition. tradition yeah. And really, you know, I came to a church that was steeped in a lot of tradition, had a lot of history, and we've made you know, a significant number of changes to move forward. So I think this is like an issue that is much bigger than even Christmas, you know? Um, But so let's, you know, look at the whole Thanksgiving thing. And I don't think you're wrong because, you know, you're not giving your kids Christmas Christmas pajamas on Thanksgiving. But the reason we did that is Mm because our kids do like to wear them this time of the year. And so thinking through it, Mm -hmm. you know, we're like, okay, you know, they can enjoy this during the Christmas season. And I think that when we think about our traditions, we just kind of have to like ask, like, Mm -hmm. is this what's best now? You know, because- Yeah, exactly. Because times change. Yeah, because traditions, you know, we can make fun of them. uh, And there really are some very weird traditions, you know, I think specifically around the holidays, but really every culture has its traditions. And I remember when when I lived in Korea, there were things that, culturally where there were traditions that to me as an outsider, like made no sense. Like I really don't, I'm, and then, you know, as I, but then as I dug in and understood like, oh, this is historically why they do this. It made more sense. But I, one of the things that I always reminded myself of when, when things didn't make sense is that I was like, you know, this doesn't make sense cross-culturally, but in the United States at Christmas time, we chop down trees, bring them in our house and decorate them with the lights. That's kind of, Culturally, if you think about it, it's kind of a random thing. Like, why do we do that? You know, like, and you know, you get into the historicity historicity of it, and you realize, okay, there's some meaning behind it. But you know, you realize like every tradition has its root. Just kidding. (laughs) Every tradition has an origin, and the thing about a lot of our traditions is we don't actually even know the origin. Uh, You're saying Christmas tree tradition has its roots. It does have its roots. (laughs) See what you did there. Evergreen. Yeah. Uh, Ours is fake. So yeah, we do artificial. (laughs) I just can't clean up. You sound more manly than. You went down and chopped it down. Well, growing right? up, so that growing up, that was a tradition. Yeah, uh, we uh, there was a Christmas tree farm like a mile and a half down the road from my parents' house, yeah. and w- every Friday uh, after Thanksgiving, we went and chopped down our own Christmas. I don't tree. know if there are Christmas tree farms in Florida. Are I there? don't know. They're hot. There are, so. because I just read that there are Christmas tree farms in all 50 states, including oh, okay. Hawaii and Alaska. Oh, okay. Then there's uh, definitely in Florida. So, I mean, why did I say including Hawaii and Alaska when I said all 50 states? But I feel like that's Because I don't how, recognize that's them right. either. Yeah. <laughs> but, so, traditions. Traditions uh, can be great. Why? Because they can keep us rooted. I think yeah. um, they keep us. They can keep us grounded. Yeah. Uh, where we can go wrong with tradition is where we believe that that tradition is what's necessary to have any meaning. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I read a quote a while, long time ago, and it, it as we age, you know, this is why I think a lot of as we age, we 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 tend to appreciate traditions a little more as we get older, and that's because as we age and how we operate in our brains, 
the older we get, we tend to operate from memory. And the younger we are, mm. we operate from imagination. Mm. So, uh, you know, we operate from imagination. And as we get older, we operate from memory. And those those traditions, actually, it's not just that we like them. It's because psychologically and mentally, they're actually comforting to mm -hmm. us because they're familiar. Uh, and, you know, I like, I'm a creative person. I like to be, I love I just want to always live from imagination yeah. with a little tradition mixed in. Uh, but I think when it comes to Christmas specifically in tradition, um, what we have to recognize is like, let's create traditions for our families. And there are some traditions like at, yeah. at, for our Christmas Eve service, we will have candlelight and that is a tradition. Uh, it's not necessarily like, so. It's a symbolic thing. Yeah. Jesus is the light of the world. It's not in the Bible like that. You have to have candles at Christmas. So it's it's not something that if we didn't do it, but it is very. We didn't meaningful. do it last year. Yeah, because we had phones and it was mm. 2020, and mm. we didn't want you know, people blowing. Yeah, yeah. blowing corona. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Blowing corona all over people. <laughs> blowing corona, but. <laughs> It, 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 why are we doing the <laughs> in a church plan? That means a totally different thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <Okay>. So, uh, <laughs> oh man! Woo. Yeah. Um, but I think if any got, of my mosaic people listen, like, oh, you know, blowing there, corona, there, there like, he is. There's old Jim Ross. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, I think we have to always get back to the why, the why, the why, and then also to to like so as a family. Yeah. Like. What traditions are we going to have? And recognize, like, other people are going to have traditions, and you don't have to have every tradition. Like, yeah. I think this is a time where people feel so much pressure uh, to to do everything and make everything so special. And I'm like, you know what? Like, decide what's important to you. Roll with that, and don't feel the pressure to compare yeah. yourself to everyone I, else. I, you know, and it's nuanced. I, I feel like we said that word a lot this past couple months. So, like, I can't say, you know, but but here, here are clear, clear principles about tradition. So, Christmas Eve service, we have to be clear that we share the gospel, mm -hmm. that it's not assumed, you know, like, because uh, a lot of people are there. They're doing the Christmas Eve thing. We're going to talk about Jesus and who he is and and not just the baby in the manger, because that's not who Jesus was. And, and, and you know, he, he was that for like, you know, a night, you know <laughs> what I go. mean? Like. And yeah. it's significant and really that he not cry? came that way. I mm -hmm. think he cried. It's mm -hmm. significant that he came that way. Um, but And I think Mary knew. But, you know, I think that it's significant that <laughs> he came that way. What a good song. What a good song. <laughs> um, but we have to say, like, why he came. And then in the candlelights, we don't just do the candles. We explain, like, mm -hmm. you know, what that means symbolically, communion. You know, we explain it. And I think so any traditions we do, we really have to make sure that we're continuing to educate on why we do those traditions, uh, why they matter. Matter. And I think when we do that, we realize, okay, do they really matter that much or not, you know, as mm -hmm. we're doing that. And I think that keeps us having an open hand about them. Mm -hmm. And then I think we have to evaluate like, okay, if this culturally isn't working anymore, you know, whether it's with our grandchildren now, or it's, mm -hmm. you know, whatever we do, like, um, okay, do I need to say, hey, but this is so important because of the Bible or do I need to say, maybe I'll let go of some of these traditions? Like the Luke 2 thing, that's yeah. something I really want to emphasize right. to my children, mm -hmm. you know, to do with their children and um, all that. But, but you know. Yeah. And, you know, I think another piece of this is that, um, you know, new seasons may require new traditions. Yeah. Like new seasons of life. And so I would say this, like, uh, if you are uh, – you're at the stage where you're becoming an empty nester, your kids are leaving. They yeah, are, they are, um, grown up, they are getting married. Uh, 
giving them the freedom to establish their traditions as a family is yeah. a huge gift. That is a present you can yeah. give uh, to them. You know, I think from my family, like we came, uh, you know, Christie's side of the family, there were traditions that were very important. And my side of the family, there weren't as many like traditions. Yeah. And so as we get married, like we have to then figure out what uh, is important to us. And, you know, yeah. and then you kind of take the, you know, when you're, when you're merging two, you know, very yeah. different families, it's kind of like you, we get to like pick the best of both yeah. and, um, and decide what for our family. So I would say, you know, if you're, and if that's you, this can be really hard. Cause I think a lot of people, um, especially this time of year, it's like, like, well, this is what we do. And if you if you find yourself saying, well, it's not Christmas if this, fill in the yeah, blank. Man. You know, yeah. like that might be like, I know what you're trying to say. Or it's not church if. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh, come on now. Burn. It's not worship if. <laughs> it's not worship if. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not church if Jesus ain't there. It ain't right. <laughs> worship if Jesus ain't there. It ain't right. Christmas if Jesus isn't there. Exactly. I mean, exactly. I think we need to be careful. Yeah. yeah. So new new seasons may require new traditions. And that doesn't mean that we've lost any meaning. It just means yeah. that, hey, we're saying, how do we how do we pass this on? And that's going to look different in every generation. You know, uh, you know, I'm not there yet. And, you know, so I hope I think this way when my kids yeah. are there, but I really like look forward to seeing like what they decide, like for Christmas, like what's going to be their tradition. And, you know, it's going to require a lot of adjustment and I might not handle that. Well, I'm going to try really hard to handle that yeah. well, but you know, just being free to give that gift to them for sure. Uh, but just, just really deciding like as a family, here's the non-negotiables about this. And here's how we're going to express that in our own traditions. And that's really, you know, as a faith family, we kind of really should yeah, be you're asking right. these same questions. Well, as well. I, I, it's interesting because not even really thinking about the fact that we were talking about tonight mm -hmm. uh, or talking about this today. Sorry. Last night uh, I looked up the word sentimental because of a conversation I was having with my wife and to be a sentimental person means that you are excessively prone excessively. to feelings of uh, tenderness, sadness, or nostalgia. Hmm. And I'm like, so that's not what everybody means when they say they're sentimental, but to be sentimental to that point is actually mm -hmm. not healthy. Right. If you're excessively prone, excessively prone. to feelings of tenderness, mm -hmm. sadness, or nostalgia, it's okay to be prone to mm -hmm. feelings of tenderness, mercy, mm -hmm. you know, maybe compassion, sadness, you know, maybe just, you know, a heart for what's lost. That's okay. Um, or even nostalgia, how things have been and all mm -hmm. that and respect history, but to be excessively prone yeah. to that. And I do think there's some people that like truly can't move on mm -hmm. because of things that have happened in the past. Like, you know, and, and, and obviously when we think about issues of grief and all that, like we want to be, I want to yeah, be careful here some, because yeah. I'm not, I don't think we move past. I just think we move forward. Right. You know? Um, and so that person who passed away, the things they brought to our life, the, the season of our life, like it's still just a part of who we are. Right. But we have to keep moving forward with, with the commission. And I think this is where Christians have to realize what is my life must always be moving towards heaven, which means as mm -hmm. I'm moving towards heaven, my life is bringing people towards heaven. So how am I passing on the gospel to the next generation of our church, of my family, of whatever it might be? And if we're not because of our mm -hmm. love for tradition, if we're not because of our reflection on the past, then we're really in an unhealthy place as a Christian. And and we yep. might be, and we might need help getting mm -hmm. out of that. Right. But just to recognize if I'm not moving forward, pressing forward to the goal Right. you know, of Christ. If I'm not running the race in a way to win, then I'm mm -hmm. in an unhealthy place. Okay, yeah. And as you're saying that is maybe think back to like the whole memory and imagination thing, like having memories 
is good. Like right. to remember God's faithfulness Amen. in things is good. But like, don't we always want to be at a place? But but there's more. Like the imagination of here's what God can do. And I think you know, specific to traditions, it's like these things are good. But what if there's more? Like what if you know? I think back. Uh, to, you know, when the Israelites, like, you know, when they crossed the Jordan, they raised, they, they planted the rock Ebenezer, and it was a memorial of God's yeah. faithfulness, right? Like, that's a good thing. Like, this memorial, this altar of, like, this is what God did. Let this be a remembrance. And so, if our traditions are a remembrance of what God's done. Like, they didn't worship the rock. Yeah. They worshiped God and God is the one who delivers. Yeah. And so it's like with our with with tradition, like let them point to right. the one who can do exceedingly more than all we ask or imagine. Yeah. And not like get stuck on like this is this is how this if I didn't do this, then it wasn't Christmas. If I don't do this, it's not worship. Yeah. This it, it, that's what you talked about a lot in the series we did, He Greater Than Tradition. Like Jesus is greater than these well, things. I don't know if you remember me saying this. I mean, you remember everything I said. I remember in my sermons. everything. Yeah. But I was talking a few weeks ago about how, you know, it's okay to have preferences. Mm -hmm. Like you just we have preference. I have preferences of how boggy talk goes. I mean, you know, I mean, not really actually, but you know, I, I have preferences, but when we, so if we're a church member and we really are like, Hey, I like this kind of music and it must be this way. Well, the Bible says love does not insist on its mm -hmm. own way or in its yeah. own way. So it's actually not loving mm. when we say it must be the way I like it. Right. And I would say in my home too, like in my family. So I, I think about Christmas and moving forward. And I, I believe Lord willing, we're going to have some kids in ministry and we're probably going to be spread out. So the, the odds are, it's going to be very challenging for us to get together on Christmas. Now, right. in my heart, would the greatest thing for me to be for all my kids and all my, you know, crazy amount of grandkids I'm probably going to have be get together on Christmas Day? Oh, yes. Of course, yeah. But it's probably not going to happen. Right. Mm -hmm. And how rude would I be to say, hey, hey, to each of my children, hey, instead of figuring out what's best for your family and instead of focusing on serving the Lord, you got to do what I want because I'm your dad and I'm your mom. Like, And I think a lot of people are like that about mm -hmm. the holidays. Yeah. And I just think that's so sad mm -hmm. because it's not Christian Christ-centered, you know? Right. And, and and I think like even families, you know, who, who are just like, I, I just wonder how many of our Christians even think about the holidays as opportunities for the gospel. Like right. I love that so many of our church members help out with our Thanksgiving outreach meal, you know, but like how many people are like, no, I'm with family, you know, no, I'm with Christmas Eve. No, we're the family. Like we're not inviting our lost friends to Christmas Eve, mm -hmm. Easter, even like, that's just crazy to me yeah. that like Easter is about the resurrection of Jesus. And so many people yep. are like, so many people would come to church with you on Easter. And it's like, we just got to remember yeah. like kingdom first, like, mm -hmm. you know, so, I mean, for our family, it might be, look, Christmas is a phone call, you know, and we do some big, we'll figure out a yeah, way. We'll if I love my together. family you'll enough, be, we'll figure out together. a way. Yeah, you will be together. I might have to, you know, work it, you know, be 70 <laughs> bagging groceries, have money to pay that's for a family right. vacation, but, but I'll figure it out. No, there's yeah. anything wrong with that. Just yeah, to be that's sure. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, so the, the point is, is that let everything we do right now in this season, but also every tradition, no matter the season, let it be uh, to point to the greater reality and truth of Jesus Christ, his kingdom come, his will be done. Uh, and uh, I do. So you to, might be rocking around the Christmas tree or you, you might, might have a silent night. You might. Without your kids. That's right. But and either you, way. And you might not get a hippopotamus for Christmas. You might not. 
not. But let every earth heart prepare him room. But I did want to suggest to you, though, uh, a Ooh. new tradition for your family. Because um, uh, I did some research on some crazy traditions. And there's there's Church some... on Bayshore Christmas Eve. All right. So um, in Iceland, there oh, is the Jolachtorin, which is the tradition of the Christmas cat. <laughs> <laughs> That's to my family specifically. Yeah, I oh, think, okay. and this is this is actually kind of morbid, uh, but according to legends, the Christmas or Yule cat is a monstrously huge black cat that only appears on Christmas Eve when little children are sound asleep, dreaming of the glitter of the Christmas tree and what marvelous gifts lie underneath it. Unfortunately. If there are no colorful new clothes among these gifts, the innocent little ones, instead of feasting on the Christmas banquet next day, will become feasted on by the Yule Cat. That's just a justification that, that you can have clothes. You need Basically, clothes for Christmas. Basically, that is, that, is that is a legend, in a Christmas legend in, in Iceland. The, the Christmas cat will eat your kids if you don't get them I, colorful you know, clothes. That, you know what my least favorite thing is about Christmas? Cats. Here we go. We're kind of getting off. Is... I hate, and I mean that word, hate, when parents are like, if you don't behave, uh, you're not going to get anything for Christmas. You're going to be on Santa's yeah. naughty list. Like, dude, yeah. no, you just behave because I'm your dad <laughs> and your mom. Like, you're not, like, why yeah. are you being like that? Why are you manipulating them over Christmas? Yeah. You know, it Ooh. usually, and just to be clear, it usually results in brattier kids when you act yeah, like that. Because then they will just make sure yeah. they'll, they'll still act the same way, but they'll be different when you're around. Yeah, and that's but you could use the cat for justification for clothes. There's yeah, also Krampus who just kills you. Isn't that crazy? If you're a bad kid, like how do these? Th I want to know that's how that's German. That's started. that's like legit German. Christmas. Yeah, who also ironically gave us you know our tradition of Christmas trees and lights on a Christmas tree, uh, which uh, allegedly we got fat and jolly Christmas that's Santa right. that gives you whatever you want because we're Americans. Yeah. But Krampus, it's yeah. like, dude, you're gonna get killed. Interestingly enough, I didn't realize this, that uh, when uh, the Puritans came over, uh, that they were actually very much against Christmas trees. And William Bradford, uh, you know, one of the Pilgrim's second governor, called Christmas trees a pagan mockery. And uh, preachers, Oliver Cromwell, actually preached against it because he didn't want anything to do with it. And so when you say, hey, we want to just get back to the roots. <laughs> All right. So get out your, get rid of your Christmas tree because that's what they wanted. So, well, I mean, there are those who, yeah. you know, are definitely that. in that. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so if that you want that to be your tradition, go for it. Yeah. Uh, wow. Maybe uh, if you have the right heart. So anyway, we hope that you do really experience uh, just the awesome love and power of Jesus in your traditions uh, this year. But, you know, hold all traditions loosely and hold tight to Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, we Amen. hope you do have a Merry Christmas. Hey, uh, join us on Christmas Eve. Uh, we have Christmas Eve services. If you're here in this area, we would love to invite you at 4 o'clock, 5.15 and 6.30. And if you're not in this area, you need to go uh, be a part of a Christmas Eve service. Uh, if your church doesn't have one, you should ask your leaders, why don't we do this? Yeah. And uh, Be a and, part and, of a church that... People like are inviting people into Christmas their lives. Eve, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, one of the worst church services I ever went to was a Christmas Eve service, and uh, not here. Uh, but it was like it was just terrible because it was everything was just sentimental. Like it was like nothing about Jesus. They basically it felt like a talent show, and they just sang like "I'll be home for Christmas" and the Christmas song "Chestnuts Roasting." And I was like, "Where's Jesus and all this?" So don't go to a Christmas Eve service like that. Go to one that's all about Jesus and invite someone to go with you, whether that's here or where you are. Mm -hmm. uh, be missional and intentional. Uh, let that be your tradition. That Amen. is a tradition that is good. 
Amen. Well, have a Merry Christmas celebration this week, and we look forward to being with you in the new year. 2022. Peace out. Thanks for listening to Boggy Talk. We are so glad you joined in the conversation. Go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss a beat.